0: Hello, it's Tina Anderson with BattlegroundFitness.com and my monthly podcast, Get Fit, Stay Healthy. Uh, Yeah, this is show number 44, and believe it or not, the first of 2012, so happy new year, but mm, yeah, that was like over a month ago. So what the heck? What's going on here? I am so late, beyond late, and well, I welcome the new year with a new computer, which is great, right? But with it, an operating system that was not compatible with my recording and editing software, so bam! I mean, actually not, after a lengthy and frustrating process, Um, finally here, let me just tell you, anyone, you know, if you've dealt with computer stuff, oh oh my goodness. Anyway, uh, a long time ago, I had previewed uh, January for Best of Food and Exercises, so I'm going to stick to that. I am behind a month, but that's okay. But I do want to preface that, uh, my friends, with Best of is really not entirely true, because I have a long list, and thank goodness I have a lot of best ofs, but I can't get to all of them in my food and exercise categories. But definitely, I'm going to try to hit the best of best, if there is such a thing. So as difficult as it was to pare down, I think I did a pretty good job of keeping it practical. I will miss some of my favorites and some of yours. I know that, uh, but uh, I can't fit them all in here. So let's dive in. This is Best of Exercises. On my first G-Fit podcast for 2012. And of course, I always go for the lucky seven. So here we go. Number one, best of exercises to kick off your year. And this should come as no surprise. The beloved, are you ready? Of course, I'm going to say it. Push up uh, with a plank prerequisite. So don't roll your eyes. Listen, learn to love them and do them right. End of story. Except, of course, that you'll work pretty much your entire body, including your core, which by that I mean abs, and you'll burn calories at the same time. And when you can move your body through space, you're getting strong and in good shape. It's, it's as simple as that. Start with the sissy ones, if I can call them that, you know, on your knees or even standing against a wall. Uh, use the Smith machine and gradually lower the bar. Use a bench or the edge of some steps. Start with a plank on your hands and just hold it. And in fact, I could have made the plank a separate exercise, but um i decided to add it in with the push up because it is part of it and there are mega variations on the plank of course And it absolutely needs to be in your workout routine as well. It helps you focus on your core strength while you build your upper body. So uh, if your tummy sags when you do push-ups or try to hold a plank, work on ab strength and endurance. If you get to the down position in a push-up at 90 degrees at your elbow bend and you can't get back up, you're probably lacking upper body strength, maybe front shoulder and chest. So you'll know that as well. Don't let pride get in the way of these. Start pushing. Just start somewhere. Push-up. Amazing. Burn calories. Work uh, really your entire upper body and even your legs. Get yourself challenged. It's such a simple thing. You can do it anywhere. It's got to be in your workout regimen if you can. Plus, it's easy to measure your progress, right? So we've got chest, shoulders, tri, core, and more. Thank you very much. Working, number one, and that would be the push-up. Number two, no surprise as well in my best of seven exercises for 2012 to kick you off the dreaded, yes, I'm going to say it, pull-up, chin-up. Yes, of course I'm going to say that. Impossible for the majority of average folks out there in the beginning. Very possible and absolutely doable if you keep practicing and training. And I have a little secret weapon to help you get there. I use heavy bands for support under one knee or under the foot. You wrap it around the top of the bar and bingo, you get a little extra bounce and it helps your body go through the full range of motion and train the muscles the right way. I do have a a link for where I get those and I'll mention it at the end of the podcast, but I love that tool. It really helps. And I'll be demonstrating all these actually, including with the bands on my YouTube channel very soon. I wanted to get this out first, but I'll have them all on there. Anyway, back, bicep, and upper body, targeted muscles in your pull-up and chin-up. Do you uh, need cardio intervals with these? No, you really don't. You'll be gasping for air and burning so many calories doing these. Yeah, and there's the wide over grip. there's a close under grip. there's a close neutral grip, and more and more. A lot of variations, of course, on this one as well. Okay, all right, here we go. And on to uh, number three, squats. I know, ouch, yuck, bad knees, bad back, me too. Bad knees, bad back, I'll repeat that, me too. I have overuse injuries in my knees and I have a slight bulging disc problem. Um, So I I hear you. There's still a must-do because there are so many variations on them. And again, you know, you can do these anywhere. So we can address all of the mitigating factors and actually help prevent them as well. Body weight is fine to start and Definitely Google or YouTube the proper way to do a squat. But basically, feet about shoulder width apart, and I say turning slightly outward, not straight ahead. I think that's really tough on your back. Sitting back like you're sitting in a chair with emphasis through your heels for your glute, right? You want to get your butt muscles involved, sit more through the heels. If you want to get more through the Uh, Front part of your thigh You probably would focus more on the balls of your feet But I like always pushing back on the heels Stay away from anything resembling Forward motion during which your knees Travel past your toes You want them aligned basically But you don't want to go down so far that they're traveling over and you start to feel your back get out of alignment. And you know, I could go on and on on these, and it's hard to describe, but suffice to say, you can modify all this with a wall squat, a stability ball, chair, bench squat, sumo, plie. And I will tell you, you're not gonna believe this, but my favorite way to do a squat is the full squat, deep down where my butt's dropping basically kind of parallel with my knees or lower. Believe it or not, when I'm in that squat, all the pressure's through my glutes, my heels. And I do not have any knee or back issues in that. I know that's crazy. However, if you do Google this, you will see that there are several trainers out there that believe the reason we have bad knees is from the not full squat and doing too many walking lunges and squats and not going all the way down because the pressure goes in the front of your knee when you do them that way. It's a theory. So their theory is that. If you go down only about halfway in your squat, all the pressure is in the front of your knees. If you do a full squat, it goes into the, basically the glutes and the legs, and it stays out of the front of the knees. So there you have it, right? Always, always a little controversy in all this stuff. Obviously, you can add dumbbells, barbells, tubing, medicine balls, and all kinds of other tools to vary your squats. Again, a standard move when done properly or done the right way for your body, and I truly believe that, there isn't one right way. The right way is where it's not contraindicated, where you get work done in the targeted muscle area And you don't strain joints, ligaments, or whatever. So you got to figure that out. But it does work basically your entire lower body and your core. And, oh, let's see, let me think about this. Oh, yeah, you'll get out of breath on these two, burning yet more calories. So I think that makes three in a row so far. Push-ups, pull-ups, and squats. Yeah, all three burn mega calories, work your entire body for the most part. And they're not complicated, so no excuses here, right? Number four. Now, this might be a surprise entry to you, but number four is the wood chopper, C-H-O-P-P-E-R, okay? From a high, from a low, from the middle, with a rope, with dumbbells, or even plates. Barbell plates, of course, not dinner plates, (laughs) unless they're full of, I don't know, heavy vegetables or something. Anyway, your body is designed to push and to pull, to squat, and to twist. And choppers provide the stabilizing twisting action. Again, YouTube, Google wood choppers for ideas and variations. Make sure challenging a weight is on that set as well when you do it, so you can feel your heart rate go up. So when I do my sets with wood choppers, I get out of breath. I'm burning calories, and I'm getting that whole sort of total body feel to it as well. So I don't have to run over and do cardio intervals. I'm already out of breath, and my core is activated plus other things. So there you have it. Okay, number five. And this one is warrior, as in W-A-R-R-I-O-R, warrior, warrior dash anything. What do I mean by that? A warrior pose from yoga mixed in with whatever I love. Because you need to do some training on single side exercises, right? One side of your body, uh, balancing, whatever, because it totally works your core and it brings in proprioceptor training and it helps you to to keep your balance because we lose that and you don't want to get older and fall because that's uh that's bad, 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 bad. As you get older, we don't want to go there. But trust me, you don't want to fall. So anything warrior esque. Using dumbbells or whatever, one side of your body. It can be a total body exercise. You can get completely out of breath on these two. But anything with a warrior pose, you add to it. You know, you can be in a warrior pose and do a one-arm row. You can do all kinds of stuff. Uh, Great move and uh, bring it into the forefront of your workouts and train one side of your body at a time because it's critical. Okay, number six. Finishing up now with the tougher, more advanced stuff. And number six is really Olympic-based moves. Olympic-based moves like cleans and presses, variations like thrusters, cleans and jerks, even traditional or modified snatches with the barbell are killer good, killer crazy tough. You have to be very careful about these. Yes, I said advanced, right? But talk about working your entire body body talk about dripping sweat within minutes. I mean, you do this kind of stuff and you're going to be burning more calories and drenched in sweat in 20 minutes and people are on the treadmill for an hour. I kid you not. I'm not joking. So, these types of exercises are definitely excellent, awesome, but they're tough and you have to be very careful with them. If you're doing a bunch of dumbbell curls and tricep pushdowns and you're an advanced lifter, my god, really you need to join the big boys for serious training. You can Google and YouTube these. Check out weightlifting books. But this is tough stuff, contraindicated moves at times. You have to be very, very careful with them. I can't do all of them anymore, which is a real bummer. But at almost 50, I, what I can do, I'm grateful for, and I work around them. Uh, some of my favorite training, though, the Olympic base moves. I mean, wow. Talk about finding the warrior part of yourself. Amazing stuff. Okay, number seven, and finally for total body training and mega-calorie burn, after you master the push-up and squat, you add in burpees. Oh, I know. Some of you are going, oh, God, really? Yeah, burpees, yes. Watch the sweat beads drip off your forehead, down your forearm, whatever. That's it, you know, burpees. Burpees. And it's basic stuff. You move your body through space. And, you know, you can vary burpees. You can add even dumbbells to them. There's all kinds of stuff you can do to burpees. One of my favorite things to do is just to go back and forth with a um, jump-up, kind of pull-up right into burpees, and then bear crawls. Oh, my God. I mean, I'm, pan- I'm like, you know, nauseous at times. And I know that sounds weird um, to say as a trainer, but, hey, listen, I'm trying to get to those high extremes like you are And I get there so I can help my clients get there. Get the most bang for your buck when you train this way. I mean, really. Uh, Let's see. If I had to pick a machine exercise, however, because you're probably wondering where are the machine exercises, I'm not a big machine person, okay? However, if I had to pick one, I would go for a seated row or pull down. Because you always want a strong, sexy back and developed lats and rear delts make your waist and hips look smaller. And, of course, we just need to have a strong back for so many different reasons. So if I if I depict something, uh, there. Are, I mean, listen, there are a lot of exercises in the gym with machines that I enjoy and I use. I love pulleys. I use them all the time. But I think the back exercises, you know, the pull-downs and the seated rows are great for posture and uh, strengthening your back. So there you have it. Let me go back here. Number one in my notes, the push-up and the plank, really together, right? Number two, pull-up, chin-up. Number three, squats. Number four, woodchoppers. Number five, warrior anything, warrior something. Number six, base moves like cleans and presses and thrusters and uh, modified snatches and all of that. Uh, Being careful with those. Number seven, of course, burpees. Start small. Start with almost not being able to do any of them and move up from there. Promise you you'll change your body on these. You'll burn tons of calories. Get off the treadmill. Do some burpees. Hello. Talk to me after that. You won't be able to. You'll be out of breath. How many people on the treadmill are talking to each other the whole time? You know what? Get next to me and do burpees. We won't be talking. We'll be panting or cussing, but we won't be talking about, I don't know, the Kardashians. Okay, so let's move on. Uh, where am I? A oh, Food, food, food. Okay. How do we talk about my favorite foods? Wow. How do we begin this? My approach is different because I can't get them all in, but I'm going to go to categories so I can give you more big picture. First one, no surprise whatsoever. I know you've heard it, but I'm going to say it to you again, vegetables, veggies. Do you really get how critical it is to include vegetables in your daily diet? Do you really get, you know, especially the leafy green and the bright, dark-colored vegetables, how critical it is. Decreasing inflammation and increasing antioxidants, de-aging your body from the inside. Spend some time and just research the value of eating fresh vegetables. Oh my goodness. And here's another very important, I repeat, very important aspect to including veggies in your life. It's good. Are you ready? It's really good. I didn't come up with it, but it's brilliant. Here's the deal. Plan your meals around your vegetables first. First! And then add lean protein sources. And then add fibrous or starchy carbs. How many times are veggies not the priority, but an afterthought? Don't we usually start our meals with the meat? Change it up. Change your body. Change your life. Veggies first. By the way, my go-to, what I, what I love, broccoli, spinach, and sweet potatoes. I'm trying to incorporate kale uh, I know how good it is for you. I haven't quite made it work and then my family won't really eat it. So <laughs> I can get them to do broccoli, spinach, sweet potatoes, asparagus, uh, kind of stick with those. And But there are tons, 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 tons others that are all good. Anyway, um, vegetables, hello people, come on. All right, number two on my list, nuts. Yes, those fattening, high calorie, crunchy things, nuts. Most people don't get fat from eating too many nuts. They're typically much healthier but they don't really typically get fat from that. Almonds, walnuts, pecans, pistachios, and others, antioxidants galore. Amazing food, especially for me, almonds and walnuts. Ration them in a, uh, a little baggie so that you only eat one serving because, yes, you can overeat them. I understand that. Also, by the way, I throw in pumpkin seeds in here, too. I really enjoy uh, pumpkin seeds, and they're good for you. Uh, plus, you know what? These uh, nuts are easy to transport, so these are easy to take with you if you need to. And I could add another food, but I'm just going to put it in here. So added to this would be where I love to include them, and that is with my Greek yogurt. I love Greek yogurt. Love it. Uh, much better. If you haven't tried it, go for it. Get some Greek yogurt. Start with the sweetened kind, then try to get to non-fat. you know, or at least vanilla or unsweetened, and add your own stuff to it. Really fabulous. Um, There's an Icelandic one out there now. Oh my gosh, it's a little more expensive, but it's so creamy. And okay, well, anyway, you can tell I love Greek yogurt. I could have made it a separate category, but I'm going to stick it in with this. Higher in protein, lower in sugar, Greek yogurt as well, with my category uh, two of favorite foods, which of course is nuts. Okay, where am I? I'm on two, Yes, wild as opposed to farmed salmon. Wild salmon, it has the good fats, the omega threes, B12, niacin, selenium, B6. Here's a critical one: vitamin D, which most of us are lacking, and for uh, which some studies are showing is more critical than vitamin C. Yeah, I've been I've read I've read some of this stuff. Wow, four ounces, please at least. And by the way, sardines fall into this category too. Amazing nutrient value if you can make sardines happen. Okay, number four. I like dark berries and fruit, like blueberries and blackberries. There's the exotic ones, too, that are now pretty mainstream, like a berry and goji and all that. I love watermelon as a fruit. Um, I love apples. I, I, actually, I have to tell you, I love all fruit. I love nectarines. I love plums. I love them all. Uh, fruit has sugar, though. So I recommend eating fruit for breakfast or earlier in the day, especially if you're trying to lean out. Now, I would go out on a limb and say, actually, I don't need to go out on a limb. I would say to you that no one gets fat on an all-fruit diet, right? Uh, But don't go crazy because it's a natural food. It's a whole food, but it's sugar. It's still sugar. So keep that in mind. Like, I love bananas. I try to have them in the morning or with my shake. But, you know, I wouldn't want you to be eating three bananas a day and especially a couple late at night. By the way, on a side note, fruit juice. I know you're not going to like this, but uh, if it's the only way you're going to get vitamins, fine. But don't have a giant glass of orange juice every day and think that that's not causing some problems with the sugar content. Check out the calories and the sugar content on a glass of juice. Then look up the sugar content and the calories on, let's say, an orange. And then factor in the fiber that goes into it and how that keeps you full longer. And just the digesting of it. Anytime you digest food, there's a thermogenic response. Uh wow, one of the biggest mistakes I see people make is fruit juice, especially with kids. So, I don't have it in my house because I would rather my kids enjoy real sugar like chocolate or something than to drink their sugar and they do get their vitamins in other ways. If it's the only way fine, but don't load up on fruit juice all day. Not a good idea. Okay, number 5, beans. Wow. Uh awesome. I'm partial to black beans. There is a difference in protein and carbs, so check the labels, but I'm just going to say beans. And if you have to go to can, I understand. I'm not crazy about that, but I've done it many times. Better to get them in the bag, you know, dried beans. But listen, beans, uh, if you're a vegetarian, vegan, beans are a big source of protein for you. And the fiber in the beans, unbelievable. Uh, Studies with people that live a long, long time and live healthy, a lot of them have beans in their diet. Whole grains, uh, especially as well in this category. I'm just going to go right into that. Number six, whole grains. Beans and whole grains, I'm separating them. But really, they're almost so connected in that, aren't they? And for whole grains, I am very partial to quinoa, Q-U-I-N-O-A. Maybe it's because I'm half Peruvian, soy peruana. Number seven, and don't roll your eyes at me, okay? I know what you're going to think. But I'm just going to I'm just going to put it out there because hopefully you know by now you can trust me because I, I don't lie to you about stuff and I don't say things to sell you something just to sell it to you. This part of my diet is what helps me to stay healthy and feel good. And I've lost weight with this many times and so have my clients. And that is my Shakeology. I swear to you, I am not saying this to sell it to you. Yes, it's part of Body. Yes, I rep it. Yes, I would give it to people. And if I could make enough money in other ways too, I would, you know, adopt, I don't know, a poverty area and give them Shakeology. I, I believe in it that much. It's a whole food in powder form. And I have never in all my years seen anything like it, seen the kind of changes in clients and loved ones. You know, my husband got off Lipitor, uh, and he's not the only one. I just, I can't even begin to tell you how amazing it is. So it's my staple. It's my go-to. It's what I know. I'm getting tons of great nutrients like the acai berry. And, And our new one coming out, February 14th, it's full vegan. No soy, no protein in the form of any animal products. Uh, No dairy, and I haven't tried it yet. Well, I might have by the time you hear this, but uh, I've heard it's creamy. When I I had to go off dairy for quite a while, and that's a whole other issue, but I'll just can I just say the word parasite is in there? I had to go off dairy for a while, and I tried all these vegan formulas, and oh my gosh, I'm sorry, but I found one protein called Sun Warrior. And look, I don't rep that, so I'm just gonna tell you about it. Love it. Sun Warrior, full vegan protein that I can handle, chocolate and vanilla. Meal replacements? Vegan? No. I didn't find one thing that could match our ingredients and give me the same taste and quality And from what I got from Shakeology, plus everything else, the probiotics and, and the phytonutrients and all that stuff. Anyway, okay, so I promise you I am not just saying this for that reason. I know I've spent a lot of time, but I just worry that you don't trust me if I say this because you know I rep it. Um, The new one coming out is full vegan, tropical strawberry, and it has Himalayan salt and so many other things in it. I'm so excited. I'll probably switch from my chocolate over to that. Okay. So those are my foods. Let me go back to my sheet of paper here. Uh, Where am I? Where am I? Okay. Number one, veggies. Number two, nuts. Number three, wild, as opposed to farmed salmon. Number four, dark berries and fruit, like blueberries and blackberries, fruit in general, five beans, Number six, whole grains, and especially quinoa on that. Number seven, on my list, because I believe in it, Shakeology, okay? Because it is a whole food in powder form. Oh, oh, you know what? I did forget, though. And also, it's not a, really a food. But let me tell you what else I think is really critical. Spicy foods with seasonings like turmeric, okay? Anything spicy. So look for that. And on the sumptuous combination side... Uh, dark chocolate and red wine. Hala! Dark chocolate and red wine. I'll take that. Let me just add it in because we got to have some stuff that is just sumptuously good. And for me, a dark chocolate and a good red wine. Yeah. Anytime. Uh, we always want to go for the whole foods, the kind without long ingredient lists. For example, an apple. Look at the ingredients on it. Oh wait, there aren't any because it's a whole food. A potato. Okay, then go look at Pop-Tarts, and it'll take you five minutes to read the ingredients that are not ingredients of a food. They're made to look like ingredients of a made-to-look-like food. Have I had Pop-Tarts? Do I like them? Yeah, I kind of do, but I'm just trying to help you understand the difference. Check for the Dirty Dozen for your uh, fruits and veggies, the ones that have the highest levels of pesticides. Try for organic as much as possible, and if you do, wash your organics extremely well because of the way that they are grown. Okay, remember to keep these things simple and practical, gradual changes if necessary. Make sure you have support around your lifestyle choices, but you can do it. And I'm giving you 14 plus a couple extra different ways to go around all the obstacles, because you can pick some of these and just start doing them. Just do a little bit, okay? Okay. I'll answer that for you. And headline news, my new website and blog that I've been talking about for way too long is active. It's getting its final, this time, I swear, I finally mean it, final changes. Um, I've gone through a lot. I don't even want to go there, but suffice to say, I really have been working hard to make it work. And for a lot of reasons, it just took way, 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 way longer than it should have. Some of the, a lot of the stuff out of my control. But anyway, It is up, okay, on the shop page. At the very bottom are the pull-up straps I mentioned, as well as a very cool peanut butter and chocolate powder that has like no calories that I use a lot in my shakes. You can cook with it too. So I'll be focusing on that site and blogging. I'm so excited. And a lot more stuff on that. Tina Anderson OC. Tina, T-I-N-A-A-N-D-E-R-S-O-N, Tina Anderson, and the letter O and the letter C.com. And I'll have everything there all in one place. All my YouTubes, my Twitter, my Facebook, everything will be right there, including links to the new uh, vegan tropical strawberry Shakeology. And I will send you a sample if you're really serious about it. And it's not cheap, but I will send them out because I believe in it that much. Coming up in the next couple months, uh, healing powers. Healing powers and the miracle of mind, body, and spirituality when it comes to healing illnesses and and just the healing powers of that. Even with cancer, I'm going to talk to someone about that. I'm going to talk to an ER doctor, a specialist. Uh, that's, he's involved in yoga, and he did an incredible study on sleep, and he created a, a soundtrack to help you go to sleep. And he fell asleep trying to put it together. That's how good it is. I'm not kidding. So I'm going to talk to him. He's an ER doctor. I'm just going to even ask him about what it's like, can you imagine? Uh, emergency room. And I'm also going to talk to you about breaking plateaus. Nothing more frustrating than training and weight loss plateaus. Oh my God. So frustrating. I, um, I'm hitting the big 50 here and just, um, whenever you, well, maybe by the time you hear this, I'm already there, but at this point in less than two weeks, just under two weeks. And, um, because of the parasite issue I had to deal with and some problems in gaining a bunch of weight that I couldn't control, I've got most of it off, but it's been a struggle and, uh, I'm you know got to get back down as my body gets to where it should be again believe it or not it's getting tough so i have to work this myself so i understand my brothers and sisters i'm on that page with you i get it so i'm going to talk about that as well okay so until then until we meet again make good choices set appropriate boundaries spread some good vibrations in the world find something to laugh about every day and please you know i beg you i beg you, please, manage your stress. It will kill you. It will age you. It will cause wrinkles. It will cause cancer. I believe that. Manage your stress before it manages you. This is Tina Anderson. So glad to be back with you. And I'm with Battleground Fitness. And this is Get Fit, Stay Healthy, asking you to do the same. Don't forget, find me, TinaAndersonOC.com.